You Can't Make This Up podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, this one. Episode 295. Five away from 300. 300? Now, we got a lot to talk about. We got a lot to talk about. We ain't got a lot of time, but I am totally distracted by that phone that is over Dizzle's shoulder. Is that your work (laughs) phone, bro? That is my work phone. (laughs) It looks old school, sounds old school, but I would rather them call that phone than my cell phone, which is what they was calling for a little bit. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, like I said, man, we got a lot to get into. We ain't got a lot of time. Somebody got a uh, a canoe appointment. Somebody tried to go hit golf balls. Somebody trying to go ride his bike. So let's just jump into it. Fellas, how was the week? It's not too bad of a week. For for, for me, it was uh, the week after the holiday. We still got beat up Monday and Tuesday at Edible. Uh, still had like 80 orders on Tuesday. Uh, but after that, work started getting cool. Golf league went pretty well. Not, not as good as week one. Played a few strokes worse, but overall, I'm seeing the improvement. I've been dedicated to it. So that went well. Camille had a great DC trip. Um, nice. she had a good time out there. That's what messed up my sleep. I had to pick her up from the school at like 4.45 Saturday morning. And then my mom, uh, my mom's in a walker right now. So she's getting ready to have this hip surgery. Uh, but their, uh, their breaker box in her, for her house is like outside in a shed where they keep the lawnmower stuff. The, for whatever reason, the power in her bedroom blew. So it just happened that she called, texted me at like 4.30. I'm on the way to get Camille. So I'm like, I'll swing by there. It's like five minutes away from the school. So I went over there and held mom's, but then I was wide awake. So I was up early Saturday. The midday nap wasn't no basketball on. It was just golf, so that led to more of a nap. <laughs> and, and then uh just getting ready for the day. Today is gonna be a good couple of days of games of game sevens. I got a uh-huh. got a little bit of sunlight to mess with today and uh get back and ready for the work week. So that was all my week was was that. You see I ain't gonna wear my golden state hat, them niggas won. <laughs> back to the back to the shit I know, army hat. <laughs> So what about you, bro? Uh, nothing much. I had a couple days off during the week, so I was able to chill. What? Uh, Dizzle with days off? That don't even sound right. (laughs) All right, with nothing to do, literally, like no, uh, no main job, no real estate stuff, no DJing. I was chilling. So, pull the game out. I mean, I stay on the game. Okay. <laughs> I always find a way to get a few hours in. I always find a way. But, uh, shit, I ain't really do much. This week was pretty slow motion. My mom had her two-year anniversary uh, live podcast show. Um, so shout out to her because she put that shit all together herself. She had a band come through um, and, like, bring her in with the dr- drums and the bass drum. She had the May- Dayton's mayor, uh, what's his name, Jeffrey Mims, come yeah. through and was a, a featured guest. Her boyfriend is an OG and knows knows motherfuckers. So I guess her boyfriend and Jeffrey Mims was been cool since the olden times. Uh, <laughs> the olden times. <laughs> <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Since the uh, black and white TV. Yeah. 
the roaring sixties. <laughs> yeah, I used to run them streets. I used to run them streets. Um, she had a rapper performing there, caterers, open bar, drinks was going, food was amazing. Everybody got a to-go plate. Like she had the to-go boxes. So nice. everybody was good got, idea. A, got good a good idea. plate and then everybody got a to-go plate. It was solid, man. So shout out Austin's to her. a party planner? She be, she be trying to. She be, she be really doing her thing. And she, so we've done it last year at the same spot, pretty much the same situation, but no featured guests, no band. Um, and it was about half of the people. So it's just good to see it growing. Something that she's done put her mind to, um, and just been consistently doing whether she got 10 people watching, 20 people or five. She's, she's doing it. So right. shout outs to her, but that was pretty much it. Um, big chill. Still hit fucked up. I might have to go to the the chiropractor or something for real, cause uh, mm. it it's been a week and it ain't healed up how I want it to. <laughs> we gonna see Father how to do. Time. We gonna see how do Cabruin getting in I'm, and out I'm, the I'm, canoe. I'm about to say we gonna see what this water do to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It rained a little bit last night, so the the rapids might be moving a little bit. <laughs> I feel like we'll be all right. It's just getting in and out of it. I am. It's only certain movement. I can do shit, but then it's like if I move my leg from out to like in, if I like close my leg, I can. It, it hurts. So it's not sound like a basketball injury. It's not like you fucked your hip loose. <laughs> no, this had to have been a basketball injury, man, because I was fine. I was fine, and I was fine hooping. It was after hooping. I was just so fucking stiff and sore from just playing so many games. Oh yeah, okay. I just I don't even I don't even know what happened because I was literally hooping, didn't get crossed or shook up, nothing, didn't fall on it. I don't know. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> man, listen, man, this week was amazing weather wise. I mean, let's be real, man. This is the weather we've been waiting for, been dying for consistently all week long 80 plus degrees man even turned on the ac in the house it's just been beautiful beautiful week um yesterday was really the only thing that i got to do activity wise to get out the house just been swamped with work like motherfucker man but uh yesterday the homie justin kenner he got married me and the wife went to that yeah 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 so What what was the food looking like I didn't stay that long, you know me. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm in and out. I show my show some love, drop off the gift. All right, all right. See you after the honeymoon, homie, and I'm out. So right. it was in Piqua. Now I haven't been to Piqua in years, and the only time I will ever be in Piqua will be for a work event or for a wedding. So that's why we were up there. Did any of you know that Piqua had a mall? No. Nah. I, maybe a, maybe younger, but not until they still had no mall. Yeah, so Piqua has a mall. No and city trends. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all know that I'm a sneakerhead. So like one of my things is like, hey man, whenever I'm in a city and there's a mall that's real close, I'm going to swing past the mall, especially a smaller city because you never know what type of gems they might have in there. They might have something there. That I've been looking for for years that just been sitting there because they ain't got no sneakerheads in their city. So, like, that's always my thought process. Or I might catch something that I have my eye on and it might be on sale or something like that. So, like, they had a finish line. So, me and the wife, we stop at the mall. And I'm using the mall with quotation marks. <laughs> when I say this place was empty, they had 
a finish line, a Claire's, <laughs> and a buckle. And that was it. Damn. Not a food spot in the food court. Not a nothing. You know what it looked like? It looked like that mall that the FBI was cutting the deals with in Ozark. That's what the mall looked like. <laughs> motherfucking crickets on crickets on crickets. So, needless to say, they didn't have shit. So we got the fuck up out of Dodge and uh, enjoyed the rest of our evening at the crib watching a whole bunch of nothing and drinking margaritas, man. It was a lovely day yesterday. Nice. And it's about to get cold again and rainy all this week. Nigga, no, it ain't. No, it's supposed to be like 80, 88 degrees on Friday. We lit. It's uh, be Monday through Thursday is mid-70s. Yeah, that's great. I'm Man. still in shorts. I'm still in shorts, Dizzle. I need 80s. I'm trying to get out in the pool. I was, We was able to jump in the pool really the last uh, two days Two days this week. What's the temperature like? 78, 79? We hit that yet? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the number. It still feels a little cold, so I, I realized we got to get out there before four o'clock because we got big, we got big trees in the back. So after four, it the, the sun ended up being behind the trees and it it cooled off a little bit. But if you out there around noon, one o'clock, all the way up until four, it's solid. Nice. Got the got the blow ups, drinks on deck, music going. That's what's up. That's what's up. Sound like the vibe. All right, man. Like I said, we got a ton to talk about, man. NBA playoffs. I don't know where to start, man. We got two game sevens today. We got the Celtics Bucks tonight. We got the Suns Mavs. We could talk about James Harden and Kyrie Irving. Y'all giving them the Supermax. We could talk about the lack of respect y'all give my boy Jimmy Butler. I don't know where y'all want to start. The floor is y'all's. That's this game sevens, man. That's what. Yeah. That's the I guess the the highest stakes, you know, yeah. playoff atmosphere that we we want, man. Because you know they're gonna give it they all. Yeah. Uh, Bucks versus the Celtics. I don't remember. I think I picked the Bucks to pull. Yeah, we off. all picked the Bucks. Okay. We all picked the Bucks to go to the finals. Yeah, that's yeah. all I'm about to say. We got two teams in these game sevens that supposed to be in the chip, and we, <laughs> and we got two teams that could. Switch all that shit up. So yeah, yeah. You know, I'm 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 surprised Boston made it a game seven. I'm surprised that um, it takes it takes Giannis, man. Giannis got to have these great games for them to really be dominant. But they they come back as a team. They play some good team ball. But yeah, Giannis Giannis getting that that four piece chicken nugget step off was a uh, <laughs> In, in, in slow mo, that's the that's the first time I've seen a slow mo coming off the TV, and they ain't like talking about the move. They just like let that shit play in silence and went to come and went to commercial. It was like <laughs> the one, two, three, four. I was like, come on, bro. Yeah. Did he get an and one off of that too? I think so. Yeah, that that was out of here, man. That was that, a powerful play. Yeah, that was. <laughs> That's that just got to stop, man. That's just yeah. got to stop. But what an outstanding game, man. Let's be real. Like, shit. I mean, the the game that the Bucks had in game five to storm back on the Celtics being down like 12 with like eight minutes to go to come back and win that game. And everybody talks about Giannis and his lack of ability to hit threes. He hit two big threes in the fourth quarter to help them come back and win. Pat Connaughton out here hooping. Uh, Bobby Porter's out here hooping because they don't have Middleton and everything like that. And 
Drew Holiday locking down my guy Marcus Smart to close out the game with a, a block and threw it off of him in the steal to ice it. It was great. And then the only thing that you could do to match a game like that was Friday's game six with Jason Tatum versus Giannis. Like they was just going bucket for bucket, point for point the entire way. I cannot wait for this game. Yeah. So we I'm sticking with the Bucks. We still thinking the Bucks gonna pull through. Kevin, Kevin, quietly rooting for Boston this whole season. I have been rooting for Boston. One game. It's one game. It's one game. Uh, hey, I'm going Boston one game. I'm uh, and they at home. They at home. At the crib. They've already Boston. lost. They've already lost two at home to the Bucks yeah. this series. So that home court advantage ain't. It ain't what it's. It ain't hitting like it's supposed to. Just a wish your pick. I'm gonna let my shoes do the picking. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the Bucks, man. I'm a Giannis fan. It'll Big be Giannis good to fan. see somebody else win the chip this year, but I think Giannis is just that he's a beast, man. He's a beast. Yeah, Boston. Well, they both yeah. green. Nah, that's that's Celtic green. green. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> oh, Celtic green. <laughs> I think the Celtics gonna win, man. I just think they got. Okay, the Bucks have the best player. I think that's without question. I mean, Giannis is a completely different animal, man. But I just think that they have more. I think the Celtics have more. If Marcus Smart can control himself, if Marcus Smart plays like he knows he's the third best player on the team, they will win. When Marcus Smart starts acting like he's the best player on the team, that's yes. when they lose. Run the offense to Tatum and Brown. You get those. You get the third looks, man. So I think Boston gonna win this game. I mean, like you said, they done lost two at home. They gotta win this one. I mean, they got home court advantage for a reason. So I'm rolling with the Celtics to win game seven at the crib. Yeah, I have to agree. Woo! Game seven tonight. Mav Suns. Devin Booker do a lot of shit talking. Do a lot of leaving it up there while you up 18 points with two minutes to go. Chris Paul up against the wall. He getting up there father time-wise, man. <laughs> but Luca, but Luca, 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 Luca. He out there doing everything. He scored, he rebounded, he's assisting on every play. His usage rate is like at 70%. They go as the Mavs go. What's y'all pick for game seven, Suns, Mavs? It's gotta be the Suns. They shouldn't. This shouldn't even made it to a game seven. As dominant right. as the Suns have been, they healthy. Like they, they got all the pieces to win a chip this year. This will be their last shot, I would say. That window opened up and closed up real quick because they could. Li- they could easily be eliminated tonight, and who knows if they're gonna run it back next year? Because all these other teams are getting better. I want to jump on that because. Uh, Aiden, he's due for a contract. He might not even be back next year. Exactly. So he might walk. He might walk, and then what they gonna do? And I, it, Chris Paul, I mean, he's gonna be a year older again, mm-hmm. and he already had his injury this regular season. So who's to say that they don't make the playoffs again next year? And then he get injured. Be in the healthy. Playoffs? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that they win, got that a window opened, and it's this is. Last year they had a shot. They made the finals. This year, they might not even make it to the conference finals. Do or die for the Suns. Do or die. Do or this die. Is, 
this is the one I'm worried about because they Phoenix is both teams have made a little rotation changes. We got Frankie Smokes getting some burn for mm-hmm. for Dallas. We got Bismack. I think he's been getting some burn in the center. Shout out to Bismack Biombo, man. He's building a hospital in his home country. Nice. So this is the one I'm concerned about, man. I really feel like Luca going Luca in Game Seven. He fuck around gonna get fifty tonight, and Chris Paul and them gonna have to really play team ball like they play, and like they're they're expected to do so. So it's like this is the one that I'm like, man, this is the one we gonna see Chris Paul walk off the, with that with that Blake Child face again. And I don't wanna, <laughs> I don't wanna see it. I don't wanna see it. So I'm. I'm really hoping Phoenix does this, man, but I'm not, I'm afraid Dallas makes, I think it's going to be a day of upsets. I think the two, the two, the two teams we thought was supposed to go to the chip, that they both going home tonight, man. So I officially say Dallas and Boston win, but I'm rooting for Phoenix hard. Mm, I'm going to let my shoes do the picking again. Suns. <laughs> okay. Who, who's a better player, Luca or Booker? It's Luca. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck because Booker was winning 12 games before Chris Paul got there. Factual. If, if you <laughs> if you would have said shooter, it would have been more of a debate, but a player, Luka was more of a player than Booker. So. Um, Who's a better basketball player, Jimmy Butler or anybody not named Joel Embiid on the Philadelphia 76ers? I think a hurt Embiid and Jimmy Butler make about an even, even kill. A little slightly... Okay, I, Slightly give it to Butler with with the Embiid injuries. I give it to I give it to Embiid even when he hurt over Jimmy Butler. But everybody else on that team, <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Jimmy Bucket showed up. I just I saw the glimpse that one game from James Harden, and, and I thought he had. I thought that was all the motivation that he needed. He saw the ball go through the rim, and sometimes that's all you need to see as a player to just turn it on from there. But that was not the case. Uh, they put up a stat talking about him and Ben Simmons both only attempting, what, two shots in the last, what, two closeout games or the like, last two fourth quarters. They Neither one of them scored. I think James Harden only attempted two shots, zero points in the second half. Mm-hmm. Crazy. This drop-off might be quicker than the Darren Williams drop-off. Darren Williams was a baller, and then that nigga just disappeared. Oh, James club, Harden right. is on is on that trajectory. I mean, he was he quit in Houston. He quit in uh, Brooklyn, like he quit in Philly. <laughs> I mean, you can't I, you can't you can't put up that kind of numbers in the second half of a game six. Okay, I don't know if he quitting. I just don't think he got it no more. Like I think he sabotaged himself. Like you know, self sabotaging, trying to get out of Houston. And saying F it so much that he never was able to get back in shape and everything like that. And then, you know, he's like 30-something years old as well. Like, you got to realize, like, these dudes have been in the NBA for a long time. And, like, mm-hmm. what do we always hear about NBA players, especially, like, dudes like like Kobe and LeBron? Like, that first phase of their career, they going out there kicking it. They can just show up to the gym and get busy and everything like that. But then what do they do? They change their diet. They, they, they slow down on the nightlife. They don't be drinking alcohol. They, they turn to wine drinkers and everything like that. It's, it's big chill and type of situations like that. James Harden don't get down like that. He out there. At little Paris, baby. Little, 
Yeah, kicking it with a little baby, having the time of his life. Like, he's still 21 years old. I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's his life. But, you know, I don't know if you can just make yourself get back in shape or the shape that you were when you were an MVP and you was just killing the lead left or right. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, man. They already said Doc Rivers is coming back. So, that's kind of like, all right, that rumor about him wanting Dan Tony to be the coach, like, that's looking like it's not going to happen. So, he's going to be back. Looks like they're clashing already. So, the question mm-hmm. remains, you giving him the extension, the Supermax? You giving James Harden the Supermax after 11 points in a closeout game? And not like 11 points like, oh, man, I was out there breaking. 11 points on, like, I'm not shooting. Like, I'm, I'm not, I can't, can't get my shot off. I can't get my step back off. Nah. Nah, you're not giving him that. I think he got a, uh, what, an opt-in so he can, he can opt in on this bread and make it a prove it year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Ball out, stay healthy, and then cash in next year or the following year. But nah, if I'm Philly, he got to show me that he worked that bag. Mm-hmm. What about one Kyrie Irving? He also has that same situation with the Nets. The GM already came out and said, we need people to be here. We need people to be fully invested in winning. And Kyrie has the opt-in. Obviously, he's going to do that. He's going to get that bag or whatever. But, you know, his representatives want him to get that long-term Supermax extension. Y'all give it Kyrie. I only play 50 games a year. Uh, Supermax? Mm-mm. See? <laughs> see Come these, on, Dizzle. These players look got smart, man. I heard Jalen Rose say it on our breakfast club. Like, yo, you'll never see these big-time players play 82 games a year because they don't get the same money to play 60. But get the same money to play 50. So the only thing that, that we can hope for, and Jalen Rose said this as well, is that the the low management needs to happen at home, not away games. You can't be having, you know, you only go to Utah twice, you only go to wherever, Oklahoma City twice, and you the the, you know, the people that keep y'all employed be eager to see LeBron show up in Oklahoma City. You know, you can't have LeBron and Kawhi taking days off on all the road trips. So hopefully that changes, but I don't think we're ever going to see these dogs playing big minutes, like big games. The, the real alpha dogs. They, they gonna find a way to take 20 off and get the same check. I will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm giving Kyrie the bag, man. I'm giving him the bag. Nah, man. I don't, what, yeah, so, look Buster. at the fan. He got his fan, fan flag out today. Yeah. He's waving the for Kyrie fan. There you go. We got some Kyrie's. There you go. We got some Kyrie's. I'm giving him the bag because not only is he a a showstopper when he's playing, he's the reason why KD is there. So let's let's keep him happy. Let's keep him together because if you got Kyrie and KD, you bound to to make some noise. You you are a championship contender as long as you got them too. <laughs> And they got the rest of the, they got the other pieces. I don't like this year. Taylor, was, bring me my broom. <laughs> they got the pieces, man. I don't know what happened this year, but I would, I would keep them two together at least for the next two or three years. See what could happen. Come on, man. Next year, we're going to be having the same Brooklyn conversation. They got Ben Simmons. Let's go ahead and lock Kyrie up. Let's get him in there and they're going to be championship contenders. I'll, I'll say a, a healthy Brooklyn team should be a top four team in the East. 
because they got to be healthy. In the league? Yeah, they should be. They they should be. On so, paper? Yeah. Games exactly. are not played on paper. They are played on the court. And guess what you have to do? You have to show up at the court to play the game. And Kyrie Irving, like, look, we can't put everything on him not being vaccinated. You know what I'm saying? He got his beliefs, and fine. I'm not about to argue about that stuff no more. You don't want to do it, fine, whatever. But we can't sit here and act like, oh, man, he played a lot of games before that. Like, he missed games before that, be it a, you know, issue with family or whatever you got going on, need a mental health day, okay. He was or injured. He don't play enough basketball. So I wouldn't be surprised if the NBA, when they come to the next collective bargaining agreement, they come with something to the players union like, all right, man, if y'all going to get this 200-something million dollars contracts and everything like that, y'all going to need to start playing 70, 80% of these games, man. Like, I can't give you 200-something million dollars and you don't play. Like, I just can't. Like, Can I ask a quick question before we get off this subject? Y'all. How did Ben Simmons get traded with uh, passing the physical and then need all this back attention? Right? You are the medic on this podcast, sir. You tell us. They got to pass the physical, right? <laughs> yeah. Sound like some backdoor payoffs. Damn, there's an Ozark score going over there. <laughs> We got our screen door open, and our one of our dogs, every time they see anybody walking by, it could be a kid, it could be <laughs> another dog, but she goes crazy. <laughs> Sound, real, Sound real deal. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, man, we got some good basketball today, and then we're going to get some dope conference finals already. Miami punched their ticket to the conference finals. So we're going to see who they're going to end up playing, man. Golden State got Memphis about to paint, whoop that trick. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we out here. They're waiting for their opponent, man. So I can't wait to see what we're going to get. Yeah. Moving on, moving on. I'm very curious how this whole situation plays out because a doctor confirms that Meg Stallion, her injuries to her foot were from stepping on glass, not from bullet fragments. But... Another doctor says she still has fragments of bullets in her foot to this day. So what happens if Meg Thee Stallion is lying? Because I think we all basically came out and said, like, oh, man, Tory Lanez is a rap for you. Like, But, like, it's more and more stories coming out that are not adding up. So what if she is lying? Is her career over? What's going to happen? Mm-hmm. She's going to get blasted on the internet. For one week, and then we'll be done talking about her in two pods. <laughs> like, that's how this world moves, it seems. My question is, where did broken glass come from? Was it a gunshot? Basically. So, I mean, she, <laughs> I, I think, I think you wouldn't, well, for it to be a minor of it, it's not like it wasn't like her foot was hanging off her leg. You know what I'm saying? It's not like whatever it is, whatever the happened. The way she be dancing. Right. The, whatever happened, it was it was minor to, you know, at, like it wasn't severe. So my thing is, did he, if he still shot at her, she still has the, the, the right to have these PTSD effects. And if it wasn't those shots, if it's just a punch to the window, a kick, uh, you know, uh, you find out it's something else like that, yeah, then it looks a little... Looks a little shaky because 
she done made some bread off of this here uh gunshot story. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> made a whole diss song, made a whole, you know, you, you like you said, she's still out here shaking ass and Tori out here getting slandered. So somebody, somebody going to have to, you know, it's going to come out now because now that, that that HIPAA stuff done got broken, it's going to come out now. That's what I was about to say. I, I didn't know the doctors was able to come out and just say what happened, but I guess, I don't know. Ain't that, that is against the law as a doctor. TMZ, baby. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cash not, out. I think that this has been dragging on for two years now. At mm-hmm. this point, I'm over it. I think a lot of the world is over it. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, whatever they say happened, they still gonna hold truth to their own side of the story. So what's going on now is gonna keep going on for as long as this plays out. Mm-hmm. So if she is lying, just hypothetically, if she is lying. Do we do does does the world owe Tory Lanez a big apology if it turns out that like oh man she fabricated all this shit like you say no no <laughs> no we didn't stop his bag I still listen to some of his joints like I no I said <laughs> if it turned out she was lying it was I I would I would apologize to him I would yeah. apologize to him I, I I think I would too because I, I think. I think that mixed in with some of the uh, G Money shit. I don't play that motherfucker's music whatsoever. <laughs> so that's a, probably would be, a, you know, make me feel a little like, oh, I could have been playing some of your songs, but you know, <laughs> my bad, my bad. My bad, <laughs> homie, my bad. Now, moving on, one of the probably, I don't know where y'all at, the second hottest topic of the week. No, the number one topic of the week, but definitely coming in number two. Young Thug, Gunner. YSL got hit with that RICO, that RICO, like a, a state RICO, not a federal RICO, by the way. Didn't know a state could bring a RICO charge. I thought only the feds could do that, but that's yeah. neither here nor there. They and they crew got hit with the RICO, you know, gang activity, talking about murder hits and everything like that. Where are y'all at with this whole situation? What was y'all reaction to everything going down this week? Somebody gonna start telling. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> somebody really gonna have to because I and they bringing in lyrics. I don't know if y'all heard some of the Young Thug lyrics that are being you know brought forward, but he sounds like he's talking them. about some murders. He really he really specific with what he's talking about. I've heard them, but whenever Young Thug raps, I can barely understand him. So. You know, I had to read them to know yeah. exactly what he was talking about. No, nah, man, that somebody gonna start telling because you know somebody like Gunna, who likely ain't doing this. He ain't calling. I don't think he's calling shots. He's, he's gonna signed be to the label. He just that's that's whack though. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is, you're right. I agree with you. He's. I guess a member of YSL, but he's a member of YSL, the record label. Right. I, I mean, I've, granted, I don't follow Gunner like that and everything like that. I don't see him throwing up gang signs, yada, yada. He could be, it couldn't be. But I know if I was his lawyer, I'd be like, man, we signed to a record label. Like, we are here to perform music. That's what we're here to do. Yeah. And whatever else is going on, that's between them. But my client, hey, man, we're here to sell records and entertain fans. That's what we're here to do. And eventually, if he does know anything, 
he's the one that's going to be singing because he's the one with the lesser charges and he has the most to lose because, hey, man, look, man, my career is headed this way to the moon. I ain't got nothing to do with that other extra bullshit. I'm just here to sing and dance and rap. Get me up out of here. And he's he was singing, bro. He was on Crime Stoppers. If y'all remember, he was on an episode of Crime Stoppers. Bring me some day. McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and I might remember some. Man, I think, like Kev said, somebody tell him because them other 26 individuals or whatever that number is, they not set up like Gunna and, and Young Thug. So if it ain't them that's telling them, somebody's saying something, but for a state to bring up RICO charges on you, they had to have been following you and built this up for a very long time. Cause that's like you get into racketeering, you get into, you know, organizations doing crime. Like they really on your ass. So we, uh, with that, with, with I mean, the, what a, a state RICO charge can't be as bad as a federal RICO charge, but it still has to hold some weight. Yeah. And it can still ruin your life. So <laughs> I think that, uh, I think that, like Kev said, we're going to hear a lot more talking in the next few days to weeks about this. Cause somebody going to have to give up some information or 30 motherfuckers is going down and 30 of them ain't rich. I promise you. Right. That, that is a fact. I mean, you brought up a great point. I mean, you know, Young Thug and Gunner got some good lawyers. I mean, the, the other crew, they got, <laughs> me and you was out there representing right. them. I'm like, man, I don't know what to tell you, bro. You better tell them. You better tell them something. Exactly. You going down hey. for this? Six nine paved the way. Six nine is still out here. I ain't gonna say he flourishing, but he publicly snitched, doubled down on it, mm-hmm. and he's still out here. So I believe that folks will take that into consideration in these situations now. Not saying I disagree with you. My question or rebuttal to that would be, did anybody ever take 6ix9ine serious as that guy? Because people take Young Thug serious as that guy. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I think if a guy like a Young Thug comes out as snitching and everything like that, I think it will have an effect on his career, unlike it did with 6ix9ine, because I don't think people ever really took him serious. True. That's there. That's a good point. We're gonna see very soon because as soon as they bring <laughs> out them numbers, they talking like twenty plus years. Yeah. 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 Ain't no way. Ain't no way. I mean, shoot, we already saw Casanova. He got hit with charges. He uh, accepted a plea deal and everything like that. I mean, yeah, man, it's real out here. It's real in the field, man. Like, so before we move on to the next topic, man. What do y'all think about this whole hashtag free gunner, free free thug situation? What do y'all think about this? People are just saying they they get locked up, they being investigated because they black or whatever the case may be. They ain't gonna put that tag on you without no file this thick with stories to tell. So people need to just I think that they they wasn't arrested for like drug and weapons charges. Like this was organized crime that had to have gone on for hundreds and hundreds of days <laughs> for it to be, you know, considered that, you know what I'm saying? So, nah, I think it's whack. I think, I think if anybody did a young thug, young thug's involved. If anybody, young, 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 young thug is a wild boy. So 
Yeah, he the face. I mean, he is the face of it. I didn't know what YSL was until he came on the scene. So I'm sure he's making some bread, doing what he needs to do. Like I said, the lyrics that he was rapping, bro, you low-key snitching on yourself. Happens they, every decade. They're, they're using that as evidence now. So I don't know, man. I feel like, like I said, somebody going to sing. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, that go back to the point about Jay-Z and Meek Mill trying to have it illegal for prosecution to use rap lyrics against artists in court and everything like that. And I'm sure that's his lawyer is going to try to bring that up. I got to shout out my brother AP, yo. He listened to the pod. We were talking about this whole situation. And his point was, you know, people out here talking about all the good that Gunner and Thug and YSL do in their community and everything like that. And I, my whole point was like, yeah, Nino Brown gave away turkeys at Thanksgiving, too. You know what I'm saying? Two things can be true at the same time. You can give back to your community and be destroying your community at the same time. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they did it or didn't do it. I don't know nothing because I ain't in it. But don't act like, oh, man, they did this good deed. So that makes them, that absolves them from any bad things that they've ever done, man. So it's we're going to find of, out. It's a bunch of Franklins in a bunch of cities. It's a bunch of Franklins. They they try to cover up their bad by doing good, and then uh, they still doing some bad. (laughs) Facts, facts, facts. So, to the number one topic of the week, Kendrick Lamar dropped an album on Friday. The floor is... I gotta go first. Killer! Because I gotta know for Dizzle, did you take the midnight ride? Did you take the midnight ride? I did not take the minute I ride, but I did uh stay up specifically and threw on some headphones and ran and ran through the whole album uh when it first released. So I got a good I got a good audio on these headphones, so not the ride, but I I was definitely up tuning in. So I wanna ask first, since you're the youngest on the pod, you should be the he most getting old though. He getting old, don't don't yeah. We're going to say you're the most connected. <laughs> How do you feel about the five-year wait? Because I can say this is only my second album that I've listened to through and through from, from Kendrick, like, like eagerly, eagerly listened to it. So I, I want to know your thoughts. Uh, I'm fine with the waits, man. It's because it's quality. It's because, it's you know, some – when you, when you are a, a somebody like a Kendrick Lamar who ain't on social media, you know what I mean? He just, he living his life, got a family. And when he puts out quality albums, quality albums, like albums you can play years, decade later, and it hit, it still hit. I'm fine with waiting. Cause I'm gonna still be banging this years down the line till his next album drop. I still listen to Section 80. I got shit from uh, what's it called? Overly Dedicated, one of his older joints. That shit is still in rotation. So I would much prefer him have a five year hiatus if he's gonna come out with some quality material like this. Yeah. So for me, I. And I, and I, and I am this way with anybody's music, smoke included, like my best friend, like certain, certain vibes is what I like in music. I want to be able to DJ songs and see people turn up. And I sometimes, 
Well, like, this made me almost want to go back and check out Kanye again on a different mental headspace just because I shouldn't cut off – because Kanye came out a certain way. And now Kanye's doing a certain thing. I want the old Kanye. Kendrick never came out a certain way and changed on me. He just gotten, I think, evolved into something sweeter. So I shouldn't just, like, shun Kanye for – Come on, so, man. Please. So, so, <laughs> so I'm going to go back and give it another listen on a different headspace because I really fuck with this Kendrick, but I wasn't expecting – I didn't go in it honestly expecting too many DJable tracks. Right. And it, it's not too many, in my opinion. Is it one? Yeah. one. I don't even know if it's one. I'll in give – yeah, and, and, and I want to shout out my guy, Kenny Taylor. We're going to get him on this podcast, I promise. He's one of my best friends, and, and in my younger years, we have grown apart as adults. But he does a lot of video work in L.A., and he was the AD, uh, the first AD on this N95 video. So shouts, shouts to my guy, Kenny. Man, he, uh, he always posted, like, that's when I know stuff come out, when he finally, like, okay, I can talk about it now. It's been released, and he'll share something on Facebook that he's been a part of. He's done big Beyonce projects, big – Big time stuff, so I want to get him on the pod. But shout out to my guy Ken Taylor. But I, uh, I think the visuals helped me with this. I ain't gonna lie. The some of the some of the pre vibes of this coming out helped me get hyped for it. I wasn't as hyped for the Kanye release as I was for the Kendrick release. But I feel like almost musically, like I, I need I need I need to let artists tell their story and not for me all the time. Like I can go in and be like, okay. This one had to be too many club tracks, and I can still like it. So I'm gonna try the Kanye again for you, this. So that's why I wanted you to go for. I wanted to, I wanted to hear your concept because that's how I was feeling. Like I kind of, I kind of pushed off Kanye and like, man, it ain't college dropout. I ain't fucking with it. And that's that's how I be thinking. And it's still in rotation. I still jamming. I'm still jamming to Donda. Yeah, because I fucked with this Kendrick. It had a lot of like tracks that made you think. A lot of tracks that was just cold as far as like the storytelling, the back and forths. It was just a lot of good quality music that I listened to this at work Friday. I listened to it Friday night. I listened to it Saturday morning. And I and I went through like nine pause, nine pause. I kind of took some breaks. So, so <laughs> pause. <laughs> but no, nah, I fuck with it. I fuck with it heavy. I, I really like it. Okay. Kendrick Lamar Duckworth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Full artist mode. He went full artist mode. And I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Do I love it? No. Do I like it? It's cool. It's cool. It's full artist mode. It's basically what I expected it to be. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of dope songs on there. N95, obviously, is banging. Uh, Die Hard, banging. I love that. Uh, Rich Spirit, that's probably my favorite song on there. Uh mm-hmm. We cried together with uh, the actress Taylor uh, Taylor Page. Uh, that's a dope track or whatever. It's a lot of dope concept songs on there. Uh, I mean, he gets real personal talking about you know the the auntie's diary. I'm not sure if that's a true story or not about his time. time. Yeah, like yeah. I mean, he out here uh, spilling his heart. He's spilling personal information. And to what you talked about, Killer, like that's what artists are supposed to do. You know what I'm saying? We're supposed to get to know these people, especially from. Uh, a guy like a Kendrick Lamar or a J. Cole, where we don't know shit about them until they're willing to tell us about them. So I appreciate that. 
is it the Kendrick Lamar that I like? It's not. It's not the Kendrick Lamar that I like. I think Damn is like the perfect Kendrick Lamar to satisfy what I like and to satisfy what Dizzle likes. Like, because the Kendrick Lamar that I like is Section 80 and um, the the first studio release. Like, those are the albums, like, that speak to me. The Pimple Butterfly, for artists of all. Good Kid, Master, yeah. yeah. Uh, this uh, and Pimple Butterfly, for artists mode. So, me knowing that going into it, I had a more of an open mind. I like it. I've only listened to it twice all the way through. I normally like to try to listen to an album three times before I give, like, a review. Haven't listened to it in the car yet. Only been able to listen to it on my bike rides or whatever. I'm going to get another <laughs> full, full listen in today. I like it. I don't think it's as great as some people are saying it is. I definitely don't think it's as bad as other people are saying. Uh, but it is full artist mode, so I'm fucking with it. it. It definitely going to get a couple tracks on here that I'm going to listen to on a regular basis. And I got but, one question for you, Kev, yeah. too. The way we consume music now, do you consume music with those lyrics playing so you can really hone in on what they're saying? Hell yeah. we, we didn't get that option in our youth. And I feel like that helps me consume these albums clearer in a shorter amount of time. Like a lot did, easier, a lot easier to run a uh, verse back nowadays than it was on tape deck. <laughs> yeah. Stop, rewind. Uh, what do you say? All right, listen. So like, like when I'm listening to an album and I hear a dope line, I can go right back to it and listen to it again, see how he broke it down or what it actually means and everything like that. We see these guys on YouTube and social media that break down every lyric and every bar. Like, I love that shit. And that's that's what that's what Kendrick does. Like, that's what his whole bag is. And his storyteller bag has gotten even better, you know, and everything like that. So I'm never worried about Kendrick Lamar lyrically. I mean, come on. Yeah, like, yeah. it's fucking Kendrick I, Lamar. That, but that's what I'm about to say. I found myself not wanting to listen to this unless I could focus in on that lyric page while I was listening. Like, I wanted to really hone in and not be... Handling three kids and running around doing this and that and third. I wanted to be like either in the car, going, driving across town for a second or, you know, having somewhere to be, somewhere to go. But today on that golf course, I'm going to have some time. So yeah, I'm going to be checking Got it out. time today? Yeah. I mean, this is not a, this is not an album that you're going to be playing when you're getting ready to go out to the club. Like, mm-hmm. it's just not, you know what I'm saying? You want that? It's a couple tracks on damn for you. It's definitely yeah. a couple tracks on Good Kid, Mad City. It's you know a couple on uh, Pippa Butterfly. Mm-hmm. This you maybe got one. You maybe got one, and you know that's all good. I mean, and like I always say, you need albums like this. You need artists like this. Everything can't sound the same. Everything mm-hmm. can't be the same. Like that's why we have a variety of music and a variety of tastes. Facts. I was scared. I was scared of the Baby Keem influence, and um, I think he's on maybe two songs he's yeah. on an interlude and i think he's featured on one so i'm happy i'm happy why were you scared out. of that because i'm not a baby king fan i'm a kendrick fan so i, I want to hear kendrick i, I don't want to hear kendrick trying to emulate a baby king and who even knows if kendrick is why baby king sounds the way he sounds because i thought i saw like a little reference track for one of baby king's songs from kendrick so and J-Rock, and J-Rock, that one. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. So I, you can hear the Baby King on the N95 song, though. Yeah. That's, you can hear that that influence or whatever. They was, I know they tag team. Yeah. So I was just scared, man. But, nah, he delivered. 
that joint that he got with the uh, Taylor Page is crazy. That's a uh, Tupac, uh, me and my girlfriend type of shit. Mm-hmm. See, I never even heard that song. So. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> there went the title for the week. No, just <laughs> <laughs> Dope album. It's going to be in rotation for the, for the rest of this year. Um, yeah, I'm 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 happy. Uh, he delivered. Video visuals was crazy. Yeah, he did his thing. Again, yeah, again for sure, for sure, for sure, man, for sure. Well, shoot, fellas, that's it, man. We got a lot to get into today, man. We gonna say some of them topics for next week. That's on the back burner, man. Somebody about to hit the golf balls. I'm about to go ride a bike. This about to go. Hopefully not drown out there on the rapids and everything like that. Right. You can't make this up, podcast, Kev Nash. DJ Killer Kev. Hey, Dizzle. We out till next week. Peace. Peace.